Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in once again to Let's Talk About Feelings with I, Robbie Rapol, and my other amazing host, Dusty Pitstick, who will be in shortly. Uh, so, yeah, I think we are live and I think we are streaming. So, uh, I'm going to check with Gabe via text real quick. Thanks for uh, being patient with me. Actually, I'm gonna go over here and look. Boom. I'm a bit confused with the technology. Um, I'm having troubles. There we go. What are you doing? I don't have a meeting passcode. It doesn't require one. All right, so I think I did it right. I'm not sure. I am not the absolute best at uh... Oh, okay. I I have confirmation that we are live and streaming. Okay then. Well, so, and let me get on with it. Uh, thank you all for everyone that tunes in every week. Welcome back. Um, and mainly thank you to Guy Aitchison, uh, Gabe Ripley, TattooNow.com, Reinventing the Tattoo, and everyone who makes this uh, possible. It is awesome that we have a place for tattooers and those of the like to come and talk about feelings. Um, tattooers don't typically do a lot of that. And it's kind of cool that I have been given the opportunity to do this. Um, someone is at the front door. Um, oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> I just realized there's 30 odd, 30 odd folks, 30 some odd folks watching. So, hey, everyone, um, I'm, I'm not really good with all this. Uh, technology, so I didn't realize we already had folks in here, um, and Dusty's running a little late. So, um, oh, cool. Uh, I just got a package, uh, and actually, you know what? While we're in here, I'll open it up because it's a fun package. Uh, I ordered um, a dab rig from one of my favorite glass blowers. Um, I 
true story. Uh, I haven't really been smoking that much lately. Um, and I'm very much cutting back um, for health reasons because smoking isn't good for you, uh, even if it's just reefer. But I have this phenomenal glass blowing artist friend. Uh, he goes by Puff Glass on Instagram. And uh, when um when he posts these uh, these auctions, I always end up bidding on certain ones that I like, and this one I thought was really cute because he mainly makes Roger from American Dad, and this one is Roger as an angel, which isn't really all that real. Uh, Roger is not an angel. Roger is typically a pretty bad guy, so it's kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so I am opening this up right quick for funsies with y'all just to show y'all one of my new fun things because at this point, I don't even really smoke out of these things. I just use them as art. So yeah, Roger is an angel. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I had to show that because honestly, I wanted to open it because I wanted to see it. Um, but yeah, so this is our place. We talk about feelings. It's usually a lot easier when I have more than one person here. Dusty's about to hop in. So uh, he will be here as well. And the cool thing is uh, I got a little pendant to match. Yeah, see, it wants a meeting pass code for Dusty, too. Which doesn't make sense. All right, so I'm trying to figure out the technical difficulties here. Uh, for the ones that are watching, apologies. Technology isn't my strong suit. I'm still learning how to uh, start and host these podcasts on my own. Um, yeah. So yeah, cool little pendant guy. Updated the Google Calendar link, weird. Um, Wait, Amber is able to jump in. That's odd. Hmm. It says Amber is connecting to audio. Amber is connecting to audio. She's going to be coming in really soon. Do, 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 do. Amber. Here we are. How did you get in? I refreshed my browser. So did it ask for a, a thing? Not after I refreshed my browser, it refreshed the link. And I didn't think of that because I keep the reinventing site up all the time. So sometimes I have to refresh it. Okay, okay. Yeah, Dusty's having a hard time getting in. So what happened is 
um, I uh, I became the one that starts the events and hosts the events, and I just did that today. So things might have gotten a little out of whack. Um, but Medusa's coming in, so nice. Dust will be here soon. Medusa's in, coming in twice. I don't know how the fuck that's happening, man. We could have a whole episode just talking about how technology feelings are because the feelings of technology, not so good. Medusa, hello. Howdy, buddy. How are you doing? Why are you coming in on another uh, window as well? Wait, what? Hold yeah, on. I'm sorry. I could remove this one. Medusa Inception. Right? <laughs> Okay. We're solid. Still wants a passcode on Dusty's end. Oh no. Did we kick Dusty out of the club? We can't. He doesn't <laughs> know the secret password. Right. Oh, no. So you didn't have to come up with a passcode to get in, Medusa? No, not no. after I refresh the page. I'm VIP. I would never have to need a passcode. I am exclusively invited to all of Excuse me. I'm the fucking host and I don't even know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to log in on my phone right here and it's still asking me for a fucking passcode. So weird. Um... Poor Dusty can't find his way in. Oh no, Dusty. Have you tried turning it on and off? Off and on again. Yeah, yeah. I just okay, did, that's the only just thing I the, got. I just did the uh the amber fix, which was refreshing. Let me see. I'm gonna figure this out. Gabe suggested that to me. So maybe Dusty needs to close the window completely and then re-log in to reinvent. Oh, yep, that's exactly what it was. I've got the reinventing site up so much I forget that I need to refresh that home page sometimes. No, I totally dig that. Just a little coffee gargle for you all. That was coffee? <laughs> yes. Coffee dog. You're fucking you're on some another level type shit, homie. I mean, it's not super hot. That's dedication. I just I don't know the taste of coffee gargling, like but what kind of coffee do you drink? And here's the beautiful Dusty. Here we are. Oh, that face. (laughs) So so what kind of coffee do you drink? Is it like sugary, flavorful coffee? Or is it like black ass, black as your soul coffee? Um well, neither of those options. I love you. So ah, hi. Hi. All right, you guys are going to the stores. All right, I love you. I shall see you later. Uh, lemons, I do need. All right. I think we only have three or four. Okay. 
yeah. All right. All right, Dusty, love you. You found your way in. Um, yes, you're muted. Asked to unmute. Yeah, so I yeah, just- For some reason, the old Zoom link was uh, fighting me. So you sent me the new one and it worked. I'm really glad you won that fight. <laughs> I had I was putting money down on you because oh. I had faith in you and I will always be your biggest fan in fights. <laughs> Yay! Will you fight? I, I was going to say, like, I, I want it to be, you guys have played, like, the old Marvel versus Capcom games, right? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I just backflip out and Medusa just backflips in, also in some heart-shaped sunglasses. Dude. And just starts fucking e honda people with the palms. E Speaking of which, y'all, I have been playing video games all day. I revived my Sega Genesis to impress a boy. And now I'm just like, oh, wait, I forgot I love this. And I have been playing Sega like nonstop for like two days. And I haven't gotten any work done. Okay, you know oh. what? It's for the topic. Um, wait, oh, no. I, I, I yeah. like that story, though, because you were like, I did this thing to impress a boy. And then, you know what? Fuck boys. I had fun by myself. Uh, <laughs> I support yeah. that. It's yeah. So I was I was playing Street Fighter and I did oh. e Honda the fuck out of some Dalsim, which is kind of <laughs> weird because Dalsim's got the stretchy arms and e Honda's got the arms. And then you throw Chun Li in there with her little thunder kick thighs, and man, you just gotta party. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you got so excited about it. I love it. I that did the most, uh, the most animated I've ever seen you. It's because I caught I gargled coffee. So yeah, you missed, yeah, you missed, you missed her gargling coffee. So <laughs> wow, this has been a very productive fucking sixteen minutes of technical difficulties. Uh, Medusa gargling coffee. Amber trying to give me the simplest fucking dude. Her her solution was like uh, just refresh it oh wait just fucking x out of everything and come back in so like that was that was how we we chose to fix things so yeah here we are love nice fun good times <laughs> this is crazy we have five windows in here because aura's in here too and medusa and amber i almost thought they were like the same person because i never saw them together at once you know so like and if i did see them together at once i probably forgot about that because I just made that story up in my head. I've never seen them together at once. Wait, who? You and me. Amber. The first live stream that me and Amber were on together was yours. So you got, okay, so you yeah. guys were here together. Well, because uh -huh. I got that, then I didn't, maybe you guys were just fucking with me. Maybe like you just had some I, fucking, you know, some like, uh, what's it called? The, the, the holographic, you know, hologram fucking uh, technology going on. I don't know. So... Here we are. Uh, everyone's together. It probably uh, was a hologram. We are playing tricks on you. You probably are. I mean, or it well, might we just be the fact that we're both brunettes with glasses and have lots of plants behind us. <laughs> yeah, you guys Oh, are my God. And trinkets. <laughs> you have a lot of little yes. trinkets, too. Uh, I collect uh, antiques and plants. I dig. I yeah. dig. I collect so today, plants and crap. 
today we yeah, have so, so here we are week 812 of the podcast right <laughs> we have a new face we have aura in here uh aura nice is how's it going a wonderful human that i have met through cohorts and colleagues of the tattoo world and you are way shorter in person than i thought you would be uh, i'm a small shorter. person dude i totally <laughs> thought you were like mad tall and shit i don't know really yeah i don't know if it's like camera angles or just because josh is so fucking tall you know, like, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a small so, person. <laughs> small person. So um, today, uh, I feel like Medusa gave us the topic, right? Uh, a second ago, because I feel like all tattooers tend to fall into this, where if you play video games, you're being a lazy bum because you could be doing something more productive. Mm-hmm. This actually uh, did become a topic at work because I was scrambling to finish a drawing and I was like oh man I was I was spending time enjoying myself on a system that I love that I've treasured since I was a kid that I've like taken with me to every place I've lived something that I grew up with and I had some nice time with it should have been doing work instead my my favorite part about this topic i feel like you're going with something bigger than video games just the idea that if we take any time to ourselves we immediately feel like total shitheads uh but it's funny yeah. that you suggested this because i played a video game this last week for the first time since fuck two years ago probably uh so like what weird timing it is weird isn't it Dude, yeah i, I also... like i literally like got out my ps4 and like and like two years <laughs> worth of dust came off it's so healthy and, to do that though you know like you need that you need that time to recharge and recuperate in order to have your creativity flowing you know yeah. I, I set a timer on my phone for 45 minutes and I was all like I'm gonna play for 45 minutes and then I'm gonna do work so I played um, Castlevania for about 45 minutes. No, less time than that. I, I got really mad. Um, anyways, so <laughs> I played some games for about 45 minutes. I just remember the timer going off and I was like, all right, so now I'm going to set another timer for another 45 minutes. I'm going to go to my computer and I have a lot of work to do to fix up a spreadsheet, some, you know, business management stuff. So I was doing that and then I literally just out of curiosity clicked over to a different window, which happened to be my Blizzard account. And then I started playing Diablo three and then I didn't get my spreadsheet done, but I was having so much fun. You're like you keep just giving me all the content I need to discuss what's going on here. I, I, I heard <laughs> in a song once that girls just want to have fun. So. Not, it's... not cat goddess girls, apparently. You're a cat goddess or a cat wardess, apparently, you fucking want to do nothing but tat. Uh, and tat. Yeah. Did you did you say tat lordess? Yes. <laughs> isn't isn't that the girl that sang royals? Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, like tat gods and tat lords are my new favorite like terminologies. You know, because like. Think about it, dude. We all fucking like think way highly of ourselves, but also like way not highly of ourselves. So yeah, like, I am, 
so happy that dance. Aura is in this chat so that when it work tomorrow, I right. start saying tat lords that she knows why. <laughs> and, you know, tat lord, you'd be like, oh, good day, tat lordess, you know, <laughs> like just walk on by. <laughs> I uh my my coworker we I work in an all women's shop and uh, uh my coworker likes to call everybody uh Taddy Braddy. Taddy Braddy. Oh shit. That's sexy. I like it. Yeah, we're all All right, Aura, take back everything I said tomorrow at work we're calling <laughs> each other Taddy Braddy. All right. Done. <laughs> done. <laughs> I think I think these are all things that just need to be put into all of our fucking vocabularies. <laughs> I really like Lordis. I do you know I've yeah. I've never used it in real time until today. So like you know you've only like, ever used it like in your head or well like tat god and tat lord because I've only talked to like bros about it, but like now there's like lady bros around, so we gotta <laughs> like you know appropriate the fucking proper fucking you know uh yeah. titling. So yes. <laughs> if we're called lady bros, you can be called my dude sister. Dude, I'm with it. <laughs> Dude, sis, yay! <laughs> like sister wives, um, but better. What's that, Amber? Like sister wives, but better. Right, exactly. Yeah. Dude, Donna's best friend was here, and like her and her husband and their kids, and like I was probably the closest to I've ever, I've ever been, like doing like the sister wives and brother husbands thing. I'm like, bro, me and you. We, we fucking buy a big ass house together. Chicks will take care of the kids. We be tack guys. Bang. We'll fucking kill it. So like that's it's just a thing. Um, I've always wanted to just like like move in with another couple of people and just like fucking like get a giant fucking house and just like fucking work and chill and like have the people that take care of the kids take care of the kids. The people that work work and like make it a communal thing. But mm. like that's that's my weird, you know. You just thing. want to live on a commune, a tattoo yeah. commune. Yeah. I'm talking about. I, Absolutely, I, we buy like 80 acres <laughs> and have at it. I can tell have, you, I grew up on a farm. I've got to know. We took, how. We, took right. we took Robbie to a farm north of the state where he can just run around with other tatty braddies. <laughs> tatty braddies. They can just frolic free in the fields. <laughs> Patty Braddy's frolicking left and right between our because if it's in Florida, it's gonna be geodesic dome houses. So I'm gonna have like little geodesic dome pods all over the fucking place. Nice. That's a that's a that's one of Robbie's Taddy Braddy pods. Yeah, Taddy Braddy, Robbie's Taddy Braddy pods. If it's if if it's in Florida, I suggest we set it up like the Islands of Adventure at Universal. In each island is just a different person's little domicile. You know what's funny? Wow, bro. I've been to Islands of Adventure so many times and I never realized it's a bunch of islands. <laughs> I was just scratching my head over that too. Like I just I was just there. <laughs> Dude, did everyone did, did everyone just witness my brain explode? Because I just had a moment. I, I was this many years old when Dude, I Dude, for real. Like <laughs> oh wow. Wow. Dusty just, just be blowing people's minds, man. Bro, blowing their dicks, blowing their minds, blowing whatever. <laughs> you're so good at it. Your story, <laughs> Dusty. Um, what the fuck did you say on your story? It was like such cute wording. Uh oh, they're like, yeah, you can bench 300 and squat 400, but I forget what it was like. I, I'd be lifting up my homies with just a little tomfoolery. Yes. 
some of my goof about. <laughs> the dumb fool who got me. But it was like so you, like a million times you. It's true. <laughs> when I saw that, I, I I was just like, oh, he obviously wrote this. Right, right. So just it's not a meme he's of, sharing. Just some of my goof abouts, you know. You my know. spoofs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's actually talk about <coughs> the issue at hand. Yeah. The fact that we can't fucking take time for ourselves. Um, Dusty, you were in my magical motherfucker class, and you know we talked about that a lot. How oh, yeah. we don't take time for ourselves. It's just we've not- been so we've been so deeply conditioned to hustle all the fucking time, and it's really unhealthy. Yeah. Um, so I, per- personally yeah. attacked, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> by your coworker. Oh, gosh, <laughs> I appreciate you and all of the hard work that you do. Literally, so much. I love you. Um, but yeah, self compassion and love. It's like so important whenever we're trying to be finding that happy medium between you know hustle and you know, actually living our lives in joy, you know, like what does the dance look like for each individual? It's going to be different for all of us. Yes, absolutely. And I've been in a weird spot with that lately. Um, you know, the baby is turning seven months old. Uh, I took off of work probably about six months or so between four and six months before he was born. Um, I lived off some investments for a while and, uh, just took care of Donna and like wondered what it was gonna look like being a dad all over again. Cause you know, 22 year old version of fatherhood Robbie is different than 42 year old fatherhood Robbie. So I was like, yeah. okay, what the fuck do I do? Uh, and I still don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> um, and that's okay. Right, and, 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 and so that right there, what you just said is one of the hardest things for us to fucking say, and that's okay. Yeah. here and that's okay it's usually i'm here but i need to be here and i got to do this and i got to do this and i got and if i hustle this bro i was just around people uh that well donna's best friend i love her so much she's oh, one of my favorite people in the world and she kept saying once i get here i'll be able to do this and once i and i'm and, and i kept calling her on it and like finally the last couple of days she was here she was like okay, you might be right. Because like, we're so used to just going, well, if, if I had this, if I had this, if I had this, then this. And like, I'm living proof of if I had this, then this doesn't happen. Because I got myself to a point of financial uh, security and I still don't feel like I'm financially secure. I still always stress and like want to live paycheck to paycheck. And like, I'm That's learning- What's that? That's brainwashing. That's right. We've been conditioned to feel like anxiety if we're not constantly hustling. Absolutely. Because we're brainwashed to be convinced that if we're not constantly hustling, we're being lazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because, yeah. like, now I'm, I work two to three days a week. Um, and that's just that that's my happy place, right? That works well for me. And I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm not losing it if I'm not working. But like now my new losing it if I'm not working is, well, I'm not trying hard enough with this coaching thing because I don't have anyone enrolled in my next class. So I shouldn't be coaching or 
I am not doing the right things or I need to hustle harder and market more. And really there's this other voice somewhere probably around here, right? And he's saying, nah, dog, why don't you just chill? Like, why don't you just let it come when it comes? Like, <laughs> Medusa's I, I think it can be, it can be really slippery slope too. Like whenever yeah. we're like, oh man, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this. Because then the universe literally is hearing our language we're speaking and they're going, and it's going to be like, okay, well then you can continue to need that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like, that's been a hard part for me, um, getting out of those need situations. Uh, and yeah. like, and it's weird. Cause like, it's so funny. Every time I tattoo lately, I see where like my coaching Robbie, like is so prevalent and like the healer version of Robbie is so prevalent. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm a coach and a healer and a tattooer all in one, all at once. And like, I'm trying to like pull pieces of me specifically apart. And it's it's so funny how I just keep getting shown, hey, no, this isn't just a blackout tattoo you're doing on somebody, you know, uh, because you love doing blackouts. They're fun, they're easy for you, and it's great content. No, this person's fucking crying right now in your chair because you fucking got rid of terrifying memories. And you fucking like remove their trauma tattoos and 123 mag fell swoop. Like <laughs> it's fucking so, beautiful work. It's so it beautiful to be able to do it. And it's so weird how it's so hard to step into it. Like I fucking teach people how to harness their magic. And I still have a hard time acknowledging and harnessing my own fucking magic. Same. <laughs> it's easier to yes. see it from the outside right right but like you get glimpses of it yeah and then and then you have to do that fucking carousel dance where like am i actually valuable am i actually a fucking wonderful human or am i just doing this weird thing where i'm cocky now so like yeah <laughs> your magic show well, is that tat, is that lordis <laughs> What's was that? Oil? Is that also like conditioning as well, though? You know, Absolutely. for us to, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and that, and that goes back to the whole major topic of what we're talking about: the conditioning of if I'm not working hard enough, I'm not doing good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm watching the Cuphead show the other day with one of the kids that was hanging out in the house, and I'm like, wow, I fucking love the way that certain things in this fucking like cartoon are drawn. I, I, I think I want to fucking toy with that. So like I'm sitting there working as I'm enjoying myself watching a dumb little cartoon because no matter what, I'm still always working. The art brain is always there. So it's just, it's interesting how like, even though my brain is always working and I'm always feeding myself in one way or another, I find a way to get upset with myself for not doing enough. You know, mm -hmm. like, the fucking the baby's room isn't finished being painted and this fucking canvas is sitting here never mind the canvas that i just fucking shipped out last week you know that that i finished you Which know never was awesome by the way oh thank you very much i, appreciate I loved that. the color thank you you know and I, I had so much anxiety about did i do a good enough job did i finish it enough did i put enough paint on the canvas did i get good enough blends did i use good enough fucking 
uh, color theory did I did I illuminate properly with all the fucking tones and images you know imagery and like fuck man like I was still I, I'm sitting there on my phone yesterday zooming in on it like oh like I can change anything because it's in Oklahoma over the home so, yeah. do you hear all do you hear all of the knowledge and the talent in your uh like picking that apart right like, you you wouldn't even you wouldn't even know to say all of that if you didn't have all the talent and all of the knowledge behind it. And I think that's pretty amazing as well. Damn dog. It's there you go. I I, I, I like to talking about it. <laughs> I like to critique other people's art as if I don't know art because it's a good way to get yourself in the mindset of what most people because I'll post stuff. We all are guilty of it. I did that fucking bird mm. this week, and I hate realism, phenomenal. and I don't do realism. So I do this bird. So good. You did it. So fucking good. People were, like, geeking out on this bird, and I'm, like, picking apart little things. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to critique this from the perspective of anybody scrolling Instagram. And, like, when I start looking at other people's stuff, I'll say things to myself like, oh, the blue is neat. Or like, oh, that's <laughs> like, I like the shape of it. And it's like, I'll start looking at it that most people that see it aren't going to be like, well, the blend in the tail is more painterly, but then the body is more realism and it kind of juxtaposes. Like most people are just like, I like fucking birds. That's a dope bird. I like the color. Like you have to take the artist brain out of it because anybody yeah. else that is picking it apart to that degree is going to be other artists and artists only pick apart their own shit. Like, no yeah. artist ever sees the homie next to them stuff and is ever like, well, unless I, there's a few, they're all dickheads. Uh, most of them see it and they're like, I, I mean, we were, we're all guilty of it. How many times has the artist next to you at a convention or at your shop or your homies done a piece of art and they're nitpicking it and you have to like slap them with reality and be like, that is fucking gnarly. I would take a bullet yeah. for that tattoo. Uh, I would vote for that tattoo. Like, that is the shit because you see it through those heart-shaped glasses of like no this is my homie this is their art i'm not nitpicking everything that's living in their negative brain because i didn't make that little mistake i didn't see that little flaw i just see the total sum and it's fucking rad and so like looking at that mm -hmm. painting you did with the pink ass clouds and everything it was a dope painting and mm -hmm. every little thing that you're nitpicking is because when you were painting or when we're tattooing or I was talking with Medusa over text this week and she's like, what color do you think for this one thing? And I was like, well, this would be my suggestion, but this could be cool, but do what you're feeling. And she was like, ah, fuck. I like painted it right before you suggested that. And I like that idea. And then she sent me what she had done and it was still super fucking rad. The only reason she'll nitpick it is because she knew, or when you're pulling that one line and you go a little bit, and you're like fuck no one else will ever notice that it'll heal fine but i'll notice it but you just have to remember to take your mind out of whether it's that whether it's how you present yourself on social media your emotions the way you act with your partners and your friends like the littlest dumb shit that happens in your head that you're like picking yourself apart over no one else will ever see so you have to get out of that mindset of like ew and i say that as someone who does it so like do right. what I say, not yeah. as I do. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I think same thing <laughs> for all of us. You know, <laughs> but I, I, uh, think oh. I think that's why we end up in the container like this, so we can all kind of round each other out. Medusa, what's up, doggy? I have so many things to say. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm just gonna spit them out before <laughs> I forget. 
uh heart-shaped glasses it's great that you wear heart-shaped glasses so you can maintain that mentality bam all right uh robbie when you're posting something and you're not feeling so great about it and everything you know it's crazy to hear you have any sort of insecurities because for example me i think you're like top tier awesome like i look up to you a lot i watch your videos like i've sat with my headphones on and watched your videos like um so that I could learn about um, adding on to designs with like Sharpies because you did something like that in one of your videos and it was amazing and super in, in, uh, informational. Anyways, um, mm -hmm. and it really meant a lot to me when I recently posted something and then I was zooming in and I was like, oh, fuck, like this is garbage. This is shit. How dare I? Like people can see this. Everybody oh, has eyes when I did this to them. I'm just fucking just willingly embarrassing myself on a platform and where there are millions of people that can just be all like, loser. And then I uh, got a couple of notifications and I clicked on them and you had liked my post. And I was all like, oh my gosh. I like whether or not that means anything, the fact that you saw and took the time to press the little heart button on mm. something that I did when I consider you to be way too busy and have better things to do than to even have me come up on your feed is like, well, what I'm trying to say is it's weird to say here you uh, express any insecurities because I visualize you like that. And like when I get a notifications from you and you too, Dusty, um, and you, Amber, I don't know you yet, Ara, but I'm probably going to get that way, too. Uh, yeah. Like, I get stoked. I get yeah, stoked get by it. Like, you're somebody people look up to. You all are. So, like, that's weird hearing that, um, even though I hear that. And I, not, to sound, not to sound cocky, right? But, like, the fact of the matter is. At Lourdes. <laughs> what's that? Every, every time you say cocky, I'm going to chat Lourdes. It's at Lourdes. <laughs> but like, I hear things about people saying they look up to me a lot. And every time I hear it, it still kind of blows my mind. Because in my heart and in my head, I'm the little tat god. Well, the little little tatter tot in training, looking up to all my tat oh my gods God, that I want to be with. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I remember like meeting Tim Pangborn in public, like, minutes after meeting halo and after i embarrassed myself with halo i embarrassed myself with tim pangburn and like those guys ended up becoming my friends and i was just like huh, huh, I, you know, uh, <laughs> nice tattoos so there's hope what, what's when, I, when i met kelly Doty, i was a bumbling fool so right hope. dude and, and so that's the thing like i'm probably I, doing that about you too dude and that's the thing like no. right no people are because that's the thing you are affecting people that you don't even realize you're affecting and like i've been hearing this for years i've been teaching this for a while and the truth of the matter is we don't fucking realize who we're affecting you know like everyone that looks up to someone typically has people looking up to them 
And that's fucking weird to me. We I talked about this this morning on um on drawing for tattooers with James Wisdom. We were talking about even mentors need a mentor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can, can I tell you guys my most embarrassing meeting somebody you respect story? Yes, uh, definitely, please. Because it, it, it made me think of it so much. Uh, so last year... Before you say this, I want everyone to remind me to come back to talking about So go ahead. Yes. Uh, it's a quick one. So last year, uh, tattooing at Hell City, I tattooed a guy who, through a very weird story, turns out that he and his wife are like really close friends with somebody that I'm really close friends with. And turns out we all knew each other, which is weird because I'm like in another city tattooing. Either way, uh, the short version is this guy's wife runs off to get tattooed. She's like, oh, I have a friend in town. She's tattooing here. She's going to tattoo me. I'll meet up with you guys later. So I finished doing this. I was super stoked on it, too. It was like a big snake fighting an eagle uh, on this guy's forearm and uh, did a cool tattoo, got stoked. We went upstairs bump into her and her artist her artist had just finished tattooing her it was an awesome tattoo we get to chatting about a bunch of mutual people that we know all over the place and nashville and like uh, amanda ledman and all these people blah 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 yada yada uh she ends up seeing the tattoo i did and she's like oh that's super dope uh what's your instagram i'll totally follow you and i was like oh yeah and i gave her my instagram and she followed me and i went to follow her back and realized it's this girl courtney ko who i had been following for a long time and like freaking worship her work so I had to play it cool while equally like in front of her holding my phone. And I was like, oh, I'm already following you. Neat. When inside of my head, what I was actually screaming was just like, like at the heavens. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. Oh, that shit. I'm like, gonna be absolutely this is crazy. accidentally cool guying uh, this person whose work I like super worship. Uh, she, she is a tatty bratty. She's a tratty bratty and her stuff is so good. And so I'm just like casually like, oh, that's cool. I actually already follow you. Ha ha ha. And like swirled a martini with my pinky out when internally uh, I was just hitting myself in the head with a frying pan. And just the way you guys were talking about that absolutely made me think of that because it was the most awkward in the heat of the moment in front of this person at Hell City, which is a big convention, talking about a tattoo I just did and how like good it looks to her. Like it was just very like, one of the more uncomfortable situations I've ever been in. Which you're receiving. It shouldn't be that uncomfortable, but it's pretty normal for us to be uncomfortable and receiving. So. Uh, I'm going to make you so comfortable with like receiving compliments, Dusty. So <laughs> just accept well, it, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm learning a lot about just... love languages and how different people have different love languages, but that the in and out of love languages don't always work out so like if your love language is giving uh that doesn't necessarily mean it's how you want people to love you but learning in turn to respect that if that is their love language that you kind of have to roll with that at least to an extent or else you are denying them their ability to give to you the way that they want to show their love so i'm i'm figuring it out i'm getting better it used to be like even a year ago me would do like the gnarliest tattoo and someone would just casually be like oh that's cool and i'd be like ah and just like dive under a table so it's getting better you're doing a really good job we're what we're trying to remember is not to punch people in the face that are nice to you yes remember we're gonna circle back to a couple episodes ago yeah 
Yeah. yeah. I'm getting better. Uh, the awe, thanks. Right. It's actually like, happening now. Like, thank you. That, that really does mean a lot to me. Did you feel the difference in awe, thanks versus thank you? That means a lot to me. Like, awe, yeah. thanks kind of sounded like a bitch slap. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, thank I, you. That means a lot to me. Just, that makes such a difference in the energy. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm getting better. I'm getting better at acknowledging it and saying yes. it. And, Yes. Not just on thank you. You know, yeah. it, when you compliment, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. go ahead. Well, I was just going to say when you compliment somebody and they don't want to receive the compliment, it really feels terrible. Like <laughs> I've thought about this um, and it kind of just comes to, I guess, gratitude and, and being able to receive. But it's like if you cook a meal for somebody or you have people over for dinner and you make them dinner and they finish everything on their plate and they're like, oh my God, this was the best fucking food I've ever had. I feel like, I, can I have some more, please? Like we feel fulfilled. We feel good because they took everything that we gave them and they want more. So it's like, it's an honor really. And I feel like the universe is the same way. You know, it's a frequency. So whenever we can be open to receiving you know, like it's a really good place to be it's healthy. And that's, that's kind of what Medusa was saying. We had a podcast a few weeks ago where we were talking about, in essence, the flip side of that, that if you were like, Hey, what is your favorite meal? And someone was like, Oh, I fuck hard with spaghetti specifically. And you made them like a dope ass spaghetti meal. And they were just like, this fucking suck. Like it, it's that level of like, <laughs> if, yeah. if you compliment somebody and it's like, if I have enough faith in you to call you a friend and to work at the booth next to you and to love on you the way that I do and you love on me the way that you do and we're cool together and you're like, hey, that was a rad tattoo that if I'm like, nah, man, it fucking sucked. Like, I trust you enough to be friends with you, but not enough to take your opinion. And that's why Medusa made the face punch joke. It's like, we're like, it's kind of like if someone tries to love on you and you just hit him in the face at that point that you're like, you know what? Yeah. I trust you enough to respect your opinion until it's about me you know what fuck you and it's just so like backhanded to not take it because it really is like fuck your opinion i don't like it because it makes me feel uncomfortable right that's yeah. one of my favorite ways to like teach people receiving and gratitude like you, you you're gonna punch somebody in the face when they tell you you're pretty that's stupid you know like i mean like. for some well, people that's fun yeah. i mean yeah where that's that that's 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 called that's in the consent clause so like that's where we discuss how we operate together you know? that's also a different profession that's not tattooing yeah. that's more of you know it's a different that profession could be a profession you think, you think tattoo <laughs> artists make a lot of money check out what they're charging Doms make doms make a lot of money professionally they do oh they yeah do. Oh. Right. so we I, have I 11 minutes we have 11 minutes left. Uh, Gabe texted me and said Renee's art jam starts at six. So we cannot run over this time, which yeah. is really odd because we always run over even when we try not to. Um, I know. Uh, we were, I wanted, were supposed to remind you to come around to something. To my daddy issues. We were talking about ah. mentoring. So <laughs> mentors needing mentors, right? So, and the reason why I say my daddy issues, my pop was a difficult man. He was a six foot four fucking Cuban and he was a scary motherfucker. And like he, he used that his whole life. So mm -hmm. fear was his motivator more so than love was his motivator. He had love. He used love underneath 
a lot of fucking layers of turmoil and like deeply crusted, you know, negative emotions. Uh, but he didn't give support in the way that I like giving support. And I think part of the reason why I like giving support in the way that he didn't, because I didn't get that. Like I made, I, I've made this joke a lot that the first time my father ever said he was proud of me was when I lost my leg and he saw me walking on my, on my new leg. And that was like three years ago. So like, that was a long fucking life to go without hearing your dad was proud of you. When I went yeah. through my first divorce, my mom decided to tell me all the things my dad didn't like about me. And it was basically me. She was like, the reason why your dad doesn't come around you a lot is because he doesn't really like you. He kind of thinks you're obnoxious and he kind of thinks you're annoying. And on top of that, he didn't really trust you or believe in you with tattooing when you first started. That's why it felt that way. And so like, I always, and that's why these are my daddy issues, right? Because- Thanks, mom. What's that? She could have taken that to her grave. Thanks, mom. (laughs) I'm not even mad at her for doing that because, you know, I needed to hear things like this because- I feel things, right? I feel my dad doesn't really fucking fuck with me. So, like, if I know that he doesn't fuck with me, at least I have a ground zero to work off of that's true. And you know it's not all in your head. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I thank her for that. Um, My mom's kind of a giant pain in the ass. But, you know, (laughs) there's some I'm just imagining the scenario in my head where your mom's getting, like, weirdly specific. She's (laughs) like, the reason your dad doesn't like you is your looks uh your singing voice the way you act the way you handle yourself <laughs> your remember, singing that, voice. remember that remember that time in third grade where you misunderstood the project and you got an f he was right. definitely mad about that um, and you know those he could blue never... shorts you had in high school he did not fuck with those <laughs> yeah. like she just keeps going on for hours and getting more and, and more specific it was weird because it felt very much you know like that it was like wow that's odd but like I always knew my dad wasn't the one to believe in me. Uh, And then as we got older, me and my two brothers, we'd have regular conversations about how our father wasn't super supportive in that way and how all three of us seek out male mentors in a really like desperate way. Um, And like, I've sought out so many male mentors in such a desperate way for so long I'm finally realizing I can remove the desperation from it and just accept the mentors that come into my life for the time that they do come into my life. Because once again, because of the similar situations I've had with my dad, every mentor I've ever had has disappointed me in some way, shape or form. So instead of running around desperately trying to recreate a better version of my relationship with my father, I'm now learning that the mentorship that I receive from any fucking one is exactly what I need and exactly perfect for that fucking moment and exactly potent. And I need to be okay with that instead of saying, well, this guy does this and this for me, but he doesn't do this and this for me. No, motherfucker. You're supposed to accept that mentorship the same way you're supposed to accept the love and the receiving from other people. But like when you are, so the point is if you are a male or a female, if you're out there seeking mentorship, make sure you remove the desperation from your seeking because yeah. when you desperately seek <clears throat> it just fucks your whole shit up yeah the so yeah it will make itself known when the lesson is ready to be learned absolutely and mentors always pop into my life I, 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 exactly as they're supposed to 
and everything. I really over- believe, I really believe that like what is meant for you cannot pass you, mm. you know? So okay. basically like we, sometimes we have to, and I think you and I talked about this already, but just how we have to take what we need and leave the rest a lot of times. Yeah, we did talk about and that, that. And that is, yeah. uh, th- I'm going to make a vaguely targeted statement and I don't mean it to sound vague or targeted, but it kind of is. Um, I truly think that the whole, like the old adage that it takes a village is some real shit. And mm-hmm. if anyone out there really thinks that they are at the beginning and end of mentorship and it's like, no, you need to let me pour into you. You are my protege. I am the only thing fucking empty your head so I can fill it with me. Like if you are that person and you really believe in yourself enough that you think you are all that somebody needs, like that's fucked. Uh, any coach, any, any coach that comes at you with the mentality that um, they're your guru, you have to fire them. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. have, I have, yeah. I have 1000% learned so much stuff from the most unlikely of sources. And there's also been people that are more like mentorship roles, coaching roles, leadership roles that like, Robbie, you do coaching. I took a class of yours. I fucking learned some shit. What a fucking crazy notion. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, I've had fucking apprentices that are like months in just make some sort of comment or something that I'm just like, holy shit. It's the islands of adventure revelation moment of you're just like, fuck. And if you close your ears off, if anyone ever convinces you to close your ears off to everything else, because they want you to be an empty vessel for them and them alone, like, dude, you're closing yourself off to so much of the world and so much perspective and so much love. And it, it really does take a village. And if you ever hit that point where you've just kind of had your fill of a situation, I guarantee you there's going to be people in your life that equally are like, well, I kind of got everything I need from Robbie. Maybe it's time to move on. You can do that same thing. And it's all transactional and it's not a bad thing sometimes. And it's sometimes okay, people yeah. ghost you and they're fucking whack. But like, <laughs> you know, you can be like, I kind of got everything I need from this. I learned my lessons. It's time to move on. And that's not a bad thing for sure. No, you're absolutely right, man. And that's that's a hard thing to learn. Like sometimes those seasons are just meant to be. Medusa, you got something brewing. Yeah, uh, I actually wrote it down too so that it would be like, fresh. <laughs> okay, so lessons I'm getting from today are uh, Carpe Omnia, seize everything. Uh, so take time for yourself, take compliments and take lessons from everybody. Yeah. And, uh, wow. uh, lessons for me today, even if I don't feel like it, my words can really fucking be valuable. And that is one of the hardest fucking things for me to face and accept. Even though so many people tell me how valuable my words are, it's very easy to forget that. So uh, that's really cool. Uh, I'm glad you took so much from our ramblings today. <laughs> and even took notes. Uh, we have three minutes left, so we're gonna we're gonna ride this train until the end because Gabe will kick us off if he needs to. So <laughs> challenge accepted. No, I am real. like I'm already ready for Renee's paint night. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I've got my I've got everything in front of me. It's just a matter of clicking the different Zoom link. Oh, I also wanted to share uh the artwork that dusty had mentioned before i made my first fleshy in a oh. several years because 
polos and they're dope as fuck. I was looking that. Thank you. I love the chrome look on them. They're so I'm so proud of this guy. This is the one that I asked for Dusty's help with. That dude's sick. And it came out tight. Fishy boy. I love that fisher fly. And then this guy. Yeah, I am. I've got a um, I've got a fetish for chrome. They call me a chrome daddy. Yo, fucking early two thousands, Robbie Tat Tat Tatter Tat. He was Tat Tatty Patty. God, I young Robbie was old. I have real takeaways from this conversation today, but my biggest ones are Tatter Tot. Uh, Tat Daddy, what was it? Tat Lord and Tatty Bratty. Bratty. Tatty Bratty. Bratty. Tat Lordis. Tat Lordis. Tat Goddess. You know that's that's a good one too. I like that one. Well, that's it. Amber Morgane, the Tat Goddess. That's it. That's it. I'm fine with that. All right, we we have exactly enough time. That do you? Any of you have like tattoo nicknames? like a celebrity nickname that you reworked? Because I feel like that was just a dumb Isle 9 game that we played, but I love them so much. <laughs> uh, like jo- Joey's was Tatrick Swayze. Uh, uh, tr- Trusties was Stencil Washington. Uh, I was <laughs> <laughs> traditional Pacino. Um, I like that. Just <laughs> something, something to stew on in your head. What are your real takeaways before we get uh, buzzed off? Uh, to to my biggest one was to uh, quit looking at other people's plates. We kind of went on a tangent about that, but I've got to start looking at my work the way that I would look at other people's work uh, or not to quit looking at other people's plates. Sorry. That was to quit not looking at other people's plates. I need to start the way that I look at everyone else's work when they post it. And I'm like, that's dope as fuck. I need to start looking at mine that way instead of, nitpicking the littlest things because i remember running that line and being like ah it's not perfect uh everyone else is going to see it zoomed out on instagram and just be like oh neat a boat i like boats um your own artwork with heart-shaped glasses yes oh so a friend once said uh have you ever allowed your art to love you back and that is what i'll leave everyone with today so when you are in a weird space with your art look at it and try to let it love you back and I bid you adieu. Thank you all. Bye. Uh, have a good night. I love these people. Thank you. Thanks, love thanks, you. Gabe. Thanks, reinventing. Thanks, guy. Again, Dusty. Always love seeing you.